Hello and welcome to Ode to Games. I'm Kevin Valine, joined alongside Zach Ross. How are you doing, Zach? I'm pretty good. All right, great. And Logan Plant, how are you doing? Glad to be here. Yeah. So this week we are going to be talking about a game that has taken us a couple of months to beat, a couple of uh, gameplay trailers uh, have dropped, so we'll talk about that as well, and a game that I finally got around to beating, so we'll have a spoiler section at the end of the show. Oh, yeah. But first, we hyped it up last week. Let's dive right into it. Secret of Mana. We completed that game. Well, not completed 100%, but we finished that game last week, and we got a lot to talk about. We're probably pretty close to 100%. <laughs> Let's get into it now. It's not going to be a whole lot of good. I want to... What are you guys' thoughts on this game? There is a lot, lot to dig through with this thing. Yeah, I think you're the most passionate one, Kevin, so why don't you start it off? Okay, well, I don't, I've never played the original, so I don't know how much better it is in certain aspects, but a lot of this game doesn't seem finished. We know the music <laughs> At least the for the original was. is better. The Thank music is better, but like... In, in terms of just a build in general, the combat is weird because everything is very laggy. We talked about this when we first started playing it. That was one of our first impressions was that the combat system is very odd and that you can hit enemies and it won't even register for a little while. You'll wait like five seconds before it registers that you attack. So the combat system's weird. The game crashes a lot. And thank goodness that Square Enix decided, hey, let's put an autosave feature in this game. Oh, yeah. Because holy crap, we would have lost... A bunch at one point of, we, of time yeah. if it was if it did not save. At one point we grinded for like an hour and a half and then it crashed and we had like this mini heart attack because we forgot that it autosaves fairly frequently. I think it autosaves every time you move an area. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's almost like they know that the game is unstable. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really run into it freezing through like the first half and then second half of the game it, it really started happening. Yeah, I think yeah, we happened got, like four times. Yeah, I was gonna say five or six times that it crashed. Yeah, always a scary moment, but we never lost too much, so glad that was in there. Oh, yeah. So, and then, of course, uh, the graphics, you can you can take it or leave it depending on, on what you like. I, I think, think it's the fine. pixel art looks better than this, but I don't know if that really is the worst part of the game. People were really ragging it for uh, graphics. I think it's fine. I don't think it looks that bad. It's it's passable, but... A little bit mobile gamey. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. A little bit, but I don't think it looks bad. Uh, yeah. It is taking what people love about the original though and changing it because the two things people love about the original <laughs> above all else are the sprite work and the music and they changed both of those in this yep. you do have the option to change to the original music but not to the original art so those were a lot of the changes that they made when they were updating this but i feel like the updates that they made and and some of the weird things that came out of that showed the cracks in this in the original game because we were going through the adventure, and I didn't care about the story. Like, it it almost had no weight. I I felt very emotionally attached to my character. <laughs> Did like, you really? Yes. I didn't care about the story, and the game ha had a very hard time of really telling you where to go sometimes, or what you had to do. We, we looked up walkthroughs a lot to figure out where we were going, because sometimes the game could be really cryptic about what it wanted you to do. Mm -hmm. And even then, you'd... You'd go to some place, and everything seemed really inconsequential. There was very little build uh, to certain things. Mm -hmm. And and when you have gameplay that's very meh, and the story doesn't carry it either, that's a problem. Yeah, I think that the hard to guide around is a factor of it being a 25-year-old game. Yeah. Uh, just these old-school RPGs are usually a little bit cryptic, and so it falls into that issue being a game that releases in 2018. It looks like a modern game graphic-wise. It's in HD, but then it still just has some of the shortcomings, uh, if you want to call them that, of the older style of RPGs, um, especially ones like this. I mean, Square Enix... Back then, this they were like pumping these games out with yeah. all the Final Fantasy, Super Mario RPG, everything like this, and they all kind of are like that. A little hard to get around, um, and pretty tough. Like deaths going back all the way to your last save point, yeah, like things like that. So a lot of it, it's like they updated what they didn't need to update, and they didn't update what yeah. they needed to. Is what I would say. The Secret of Man remake did. Yeah, it, it it's weird, and then. Um, the other parts of the RPG system, mainly uh, the leveling, can also be a really big pain because 
you can level your individual stats, and then you also have a weapon level stats, and you also have magic specific stats. magic stats. That was so ridiculous. And in some RPGs, grinding is fine, but I feel like it's more pronounced if you're playing with friends. I feel like you don't want to yeah, do that. We had to grind separately. Yeah. To make like, it efficient. And and there are parts of the game where you just take advantage of the game systems to be able to grind easier. Yep. Like to grind uh, the healer's magic, you would just go to one of the temples where there was this old guy who would heal you for free, and you just sit there and mash your magic forever yep. to level those up. Because especially in the early parts of the game, you have so little MP that it's worthless to use it before a boss. So it's like you have to do that. You have to take advantage of the systems in the game to to make leveling somewhat comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there were, in some of the walkthroughs we used, it's like, yeah, make sure you grind a ton before you go here. So the pacing's just never that great. Um, and especially, I think, in the first third of the game, I would mm, say, yeah. the pacing is horrible because you start out in this village that so you immediately get banished from. And, and then you never go back. Never go back. Nope. And then it's like, okay, go to the water temple. All right, go to Gaia's navel. Oh, um, go, go back the to the water temple. <laughs> go to this town. Go to this water temple. Go back to the nave over and over for like three to four hours. We thought that was the entire game. Yeah, yeah. And you were fighting the same really low level enemy, so you couldn't even grind on anything if yeah. you wanted to because it was worthless. Yeah. And so eventually it did open up to us, and I think we started enjoying it a little more once that happened. But mm -hmm. that the pacing just feels off for most of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to uh, you get to the final boss rushes and. We grinded like most guides told us to do. It gave you a specific spot where you could basically cheese certain enemies because they couldn't get to you because yeah. you're behind some grass. Yeah, because grass is super... It's the most indestructible object in Secret of Mana unless you have a sword or an axe. Yeah. You can't get past grass. And so it was the two... Oh, man. They were like feet. Bird feet, basically. I oh, don't yeah. remember what they're called. But since I'm the strongest character, uh, the Randy, the main guy, is attack-wise, since he doesn't have any magic, I would just go down using the whip, since that's all that could reach them that wouldn't cut the grass. Yeah. Just whip them to death, go up, go down. Zach would cast Stone Saber on me so I could petrify them. Mm -hmm. I did that for 90 minutes. We got $280,000 from grinding mm -hmm. them, bought full best weapon sets, or armor sets, sorry, for all of us, upgraded all of our weapons with all the orbs that we had, and from then on, the game changed quite a bit. Oh, yeah. yeah, because the bosses couldn't hit you as hard. But two, if you have enough MP, you can just freeze the bosses in place. Yep. You can just mash your magic. Yeah, if you time attack magic right, they'll, uh, they won't be able to move until you kill them. Yeah. And, and you mentioned a lot that as the one magic, one non-magic user, you just had the game is just so... The combat system is just not enjoyable because mm -hmm. we're pausing it all the time. Oh, yeah. Magic, that we is, have to. It's my least favorite thing about the game, probably, is the pausing. Because it's like, all right, charging up my sword to a level 7 attack here. And it's like, pew, 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 pew. Uh, thunder beam. All right, then Zach casts something. And it's like, well, my bar has gone up half a level. And it's, it's exhausting. And at the end, uh, once we had grinded so much for an hour and a half, Zach would cast a magic spell. As it was hitting, Kevin would cast one. And it was a hilarious sight as all these dragons and things were like spazzing out for a split second, freezing, and then going again, immediately getting hit by the next spell. And we killed them all that way. Yeah. Also, when you were charging up uh, weapons, it got even more annoying how often you miss in that game. Yep. I have never had an RPG where I miss so many times. And you go to the menu and it's like, all right, your hit percentage is like, like 85%. And no like, way. that's a lot because I just missed the last 20 strikes. <laughs> yeah. And there is no more annoying time to miss than when you're grinding. Yeah. It's like, all right, going to fight this thing. Miss. I missed eight, nine times in a row grinding these things. It's like, why? And uh, we were at the point where we were so high leveled. I, I don't know what yeah. constitutes getting higher accuracy and, the, and there but... were so many times in the guide that we used we just wanted to get through this thing that's why we used a guide and it's like yeah don't bother fighting the enemies here you won't land a hit it's like <laughs> why why do you do that speaking of uh enemies their placement could sometimes be oh, horrendous yeah. you would walk into an area say you're in a dungeon you walk through like stairs or a door you get to the next room you're instantly frozen by an enemy using some form of magic and then they just combo you to death 
-hmm. It can just happen randomly. Oh, yeah, it happened all the time to us. Yeah, if you don't have the best armor in the game, you're going to die sometimes just right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... If, and we tried to run through sometimes, and that is uh, very risky. But I feel like even if you're attacking, sometimes there's just so many enemies on screen that you're going to get comboed no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, it's weird. I, I've i never seen an RPG with those types of enemy placements. It's just not good. Yeah. Also, there was a boss fight where I glitched up onto a, oh, a platform yeah. that... Only the boss should be able to get up to, mm-hmm. so that was cool. I so that happened. A picture. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should post that. Yeah. There was also a time where I got sucked down into a different room below oh, us. Yeah. And that was negative to our progress when I got sucked oh, down yeah. in that one dungeon. And, yeah. But you can't really move your characters around because they have to move in sync, or else the screen just stops. The amount of time we got stuck so on things. You get stuck constantly on corners that you should be able to get across. And once he got sucked down, we were. We, he couldn't get to the door that would progress us further, so we had to go through a door, and then he would teleport, and then we'd have to go through the whole thing. It was a mess. Sometimes yeah. it felt like you were getting stuck on things that weren't even there. Mm-hmm. You just get stuck on an invisible wall. It was usually grass. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I also hate the world map. I, as as Randy, the one with the little flammy thing, I yeah, was the one Yeah, you gotta fly the dragon. Yeah. It was not good. Was not the... good maneuverability around the world map. Really hard to find where things were. Just going around it. It does act as like a globe, so you can just fly in a straight line forever and just keep passing over the same thing so it got pretty difficult to find yeah. where we were going a lot of the times also there was uh, a ship that we got stuck in and had to oh, rope yeah. our way out yeah. too yeah a place like, we actually couldn't get out of yeah good thing they give you this magic rope that I don't remember when it gave it to us but yeah. it never runs out it took so us a while to find out that that was an infinite escape <laughs> rope yeah because yeah. we, were, we were very worried about wasting it <laughs> yeah in case that happened again I remember right after we used it it was like alright no one go down into that ship again. And we were like carefully tiptoeing around. That was in the nave. Yeah, that was in Gaia's navel. Oh, that. Anything? Anything positive to note about this game? Weapon diversity. There's a lot of options. I know. Okay. There's a lot of options, but when you pick one, you're leveling it up anyways. So So it's like it seems pointless to choose a different weapon because it's so low level. I just liked having options at the beginning. And I think they're generous with um, weapon upgrades because whenever you beat like a boss or you find a chest, it's like you get a boomerang orb or a sword orb. Yeah, because it's worth noting the weapon skill doesn't level up how much damage you do. It's yeah. only how many times you can do your special attack. Mm-hmm. And so it's only the orbs that level up the skill. So you can't... We were pretty much free to switch at will with our weapons. We just uh, couldn't yeah. use the charges, which we never used anyways if because you, it's not worth it. I thought you used them quite a bit like early on. I didn't. I oh, gave up pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm I like, nev- you I miss nev- all the time. Well, if you're spending like 25 seconds to charge up a level 7 and then oh, you yeah. miss, you could have just sat there and like hit him four times and hopefully two of those would have hit. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and and I also felt like whenever we got those orbs, uh, since we only use like three or four weapons, you'd be like, it felt so inconsequential. You're like, yeah. yay, I got this. A whip orb. Whip orb. I'm never going to use that. Like, <laughs> Until the grind session. Yeah. Until the grind <laughs> session, which it, it came yeah. into play. But uh, that that was kind of lame too, I felt. Yeah. You know. Also, the voice acting's bad. Yeah. There was a lot of it. Yeah, every line is voiced, which is ridiculous. That every single that line. A lot of the NPCs who hold, like, the same jobs, have the same yeah, voice. Yeah, all the shopkeepers had different. the same voice, even though some of them were mushrooms, some of mm-hmm. them were guys in turban. It was weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. 90% of the mushrooms have high-pitched, squeaky voices, and then the one store clerk is like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Want to buy some stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, something else worth noting. There's one point in the game, I don't remember the guy's name, but we have to climb a mountain oh. to go visit a sage. Oh, and yeah. so you climb the mountain, yeah. and he's like, oh, he's not here right now, go do this. You do that five times. Yeah. And yeah. on the fifth time, he's like, oh, I'm actually the sage. I just wanted to, uh, I just test, wanted you. to test you. And it's like, are you kidding me? And it's uh, a game, a well-paced game shouldn't do that. No. It should not make you return to the same place five times. Just to k- kick you out. Yeah. Make you go do some pointless side. Yeah. I don't even know what he made us do. Go look for the sage that wasn't there. Yeah. Because then you feel like you're not progressing at all because you're just doing the same thing over yeah. and over and over yeah. again. And that's why a game that's about 15 hours long feels like such a slog. Those first three hours, three or four hours where you're in the same, like, four areas, and then that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then you got places like the Moon Temple where you're in it for about, you know, three minutes, and then you're done. (laughs) Yeah. Not great. Not a great game. I need to go back this summer when I'm back home and 
play the original on my Super Nintendo for a little bit just to see what it's like. Yeah. And see if the combat works. See if the story feels better when it's not really poorly done with voice actors. I don't know. Was there any voice acting in the original? No. It's yeah, a, I would assume it's that. A it's a SNES game. It's a SNES game. That's well before that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'd like to see. That sounds nice. Yeah, I'd just, like to see how it holds up. Like, there's just, it's just not good. Well, there was one difference that we know uh, from the original is that in that final area where it's supposed to show you the mana tree in the new game, oh, yeah. it's just a little bush because it didn't like pan up yeah, far enough really so you can see the whole tree. Yeah, it was a camera angle. Yeah. It ruined a probably would have been pretty moment. Yeah, and then you look at the original screenshot, it's really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why did you so do I that? So I still have a feeling that the original's much, much better. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't think it's the masterpiece that people claim that it is, but yeah. it's definitely... I don't know, maybe like a a game in the sevens, mid to high sevens, instead of a game in what, like a four or yeah. whatever you would give Secret of Mana PS4. Oh, yeah. So I'd like to go back and try it out. 5.1. That's what I gave it. 5.1. Yeah. 5.1. That's about it a five. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I think a lot of it was just due to it being a multiplayer RPG when that wasn't really much of a thing Which back is then. But now you have draw, more yeah. options. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just seeing a game that is really showing its age go play monster hunter instead no go play it's way more fun yeah play monster hunter eternal, play eternal sonata. sonata that was a, that was a good multiplayer rpg that was a lot of yeah. fun uh do not play secret of mana ps4 if you're gonna play it just play it with your friends on, well th- yes definitely 100% with play friends. with your friends never play it alone but but to uh track down a copy of the snes version yes that game, the PS4 version, is very frustrating. But what's hard about that is if you get a copy of the SNES version, you also have to find an adapter to plug oh, in so you can oh. have three ports, which is also why it was so unique at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. But that was disappointing. I'm glad we finished it, though. My purchase feels validated now. I spent <laughs> yeah. 40 bucks on that thing, and it was just not good. Yeah. Yeah. It, at a certain point, it was just a moral victory to be able to finish that. Yes. It felt it. good to finish it. Yeah. Especially cheesing no, the last few bosses. Yeah, that, that felt good when we had certain moments like one of the mech riders who I couldn't hit with magic for some reason. Like those sorts of things where we just got screwed on some boss fights. It felt nice to just run through them. Yeah. That was frustrating. Yeah. I can't imagine if that was like a normal length RPG. <laughs> 50 hours. Yeah. Of- oh. Uh. <laughs> Going back to the navel for like the 40th time. Uh, yep, but that is... Also, shout out to Santa. Santa is Oh, yeah. Boss. Yeah, Santa was in the game. Evil Santa. I mean, yeah. he was normal. Yep. He was like yeah. a giant troll or something, yeah. possessed yeah. by the darkness of Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was, because the kids weren't believing in him anymore Yeah, that is why, yeah. That's sad. <laughs> and Rudolph was there. He was cute. Yeah. I, I did like the graphics. I thought they were cute. Yeah. I, I wasn't... I didn't hate them like yeah. everyone else did either, but... There's so many other things wrong with that yeah. game. Yeah, there's plenty of... Okay, so moving on from Secret of Mana, anything else you guys have been playing? Sonic R. <laughs> oh, so good. We've all been playing some Sonic R. I have the Sonic Gems Collection, which is a GameCube game that compiles a lot of kind of lesser-known Sonic titles from the 90s, a lot of Game Gear stuff, the Tails solo games, which are aimed at uh, a pretty young audience. But kind of the flagship titles are Sonic CD, Sonic the Fighters, <laughs> and Sonic R. And I gotta say, I love me some Sonic R. Only five tracks, which yeah. is a ridiculous, ridiculously small amount of content for that game. But there are five fun tracks. Yeah. Final track's a little hard to see, though. It is. It was <laughs> much easier when I played it alone than when I played on the split screen. Did you play it in the dark? That would probably make it easier uh, to see. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, because it's it's a Rainbow Road clone, mm-hmm. and it's just flashing colors. Yeah. yeah. And so you're just running, and then you randomly hit a wall. I'm like, oh. Well, there's a wall there. Now I need a hard uh, turn. <laughs> but that was fun. And the other four tracks are are a pretty good time. Yeah. Yeah. There's a desert one where it's kind of hard sometimes to know exactly where you're mm-hmm. going. But I, I feel like once you do the track, like the first time you do a track can be kind of hit or miss as to if you can like find the right way to go. Yeah. But if some you of figure them. it out. But once you figure of, it out, yeah. it's a really good time. Yeah. It was really fun. I also played some alone uh, where... There's different like missions to almost do during a race. Yeah. Like there's Chaos Emeralds. If you find a Chaos Emerald and win the race, you get to keep it. There's seven spread across the four tracks, and once you have all seven, you get Super Sonic as a character. There's also five little Sonic tokens on each track, and if you get all five and then finish third or higher, then you get to challenge someone uh, like Smash Bros. when a challenger is approaching. And if you beat them in a one-on-one race, you unlock that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's been pretty fun. It's 
if it had more tracks, it could be up there as far as like racing games like that go for me. I really love playing through those tracks with you guys. I want to talk about something I didn't like about the game. <laughs> All right. It's the character imbalance <laughs> because when we specifically your character. Okay, that's why I'm mad about it. Is because when we played it for the first time, I assumed that a game like this would have similar stats for each character. It's just based on the player and whoever's the best racer wins. But apparently, some characters are significantly worse than the other characters. And I chose Amy Rose, who is Sonic's sweetheart, and you guys chose Sonic and Knuckles, respectively. And I was so much slower, and I, I just yeah. We looked up the stats in the manual, and it's like they were all pretty yeah. equal. Yeah. It's like Knuckles is better at acceleration or something like that. Sonic has the highest speed. Yeah. And then it's like it balances. And then it's like Amy, all her stats are C's and D's. Yeah. So it's like yeah. It's like why? Because usually one character is just slightly better at a certain thing than another, whether it be speed, acceleration, turning, drifting, and you pick which one you want, but. None of her stats were good. Amy did have that one thing where she could um, float on water. And I assume that can be used for some really sick shortcuts. But I have no idea what the outside of these tracks look like. Like, I'm sticking to the track and I don't know if I go this way, it's a shortcut, or if I'm just screwed for the rest of the race. So I don't want to risk it. So I'd have to learn every inch of these tracks in order to make her a viable character. And I'm too stubborn to not play as her. <laughs> you so, got other options. No, I, I really don't. <laughs> I want to play as Metal Sonic. Did you unlock Metal Sonic? Yeah, I have I'm gonna Metal play Sonic. As Metal yeah. Sonic. There's also a Collect Five Balloons mode, which wasn't as good. Yeah, you uh, really have to go off the track to find those balloons. Yeah, yeah. So. I feel like it's more fun just to do the tracks. It is. Yeah, yeah. Also, but, the soundtrack. Mm, oh, real good. Quality. And I was listening to it before because, you know, in true Sonic fashion, you're always like, well, even if the game's not good, soundtrack's probably really Minus good. Minus Secret yeah. Rings. Minus Secret Rings. Secret Rings does not have a good soundtrack at all. But for the most part, yeah. even like Sonic was six. All around yeah, bad music. game. But uh, that music, having vocal tracks for every single race was super cool. Maybe that's why they only did five tracks. Like, we got five songs. Yeah, we can only afford five songs. <laughs> but I love them all. I love all those songs so much. I've been listening to the soundtrack. I didn't realize there much. were different songs per track. Yeah. yeah. They're all I was different. too focused on trying to win with my bad character. Yeah. So, oh, love that game. I want to play more. Yeah, me too. More of it. All right, we can do it's that tonight. super charming. Yeah. It is really charming. Yeah. I'm. People hate it. And I think a lot of that is it was on the Saturn, so people rat on that. It's really short, but yeah. it works. Like, it's not broken. It controls well. Once you figure out the sharp turns, like we said, it, it controls pretty well. And it's just a good time. I just wish there was more content. Yeah, because that's one of those games where if you look back in the day for people who bought it when it came out, I can understand them being upset mm -hmm. when there's just nothing to do. Mm -hmm. But if you're just picking it up for cheap on one of these, you know, gems collections or something, mm -hmm. it can be a good time. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I really like the fighting one as well on the same collection. <laughs> I do not. Like I really enjoyed really. it. Every single character has their own cheese move. They do. Yeah. That means balance. So that's. <laughs> I, I guess it's just whoever gets their cheese move off slightly faster, and then you're just screwed. Yeah. Uh, Sonic the Fighters. Also, uh, shout out to Sonic the Fighters for pro having one of the ugliest title screens I've ever seen. That looks mm. like some weird Flash <laughs> fan game yeah. that someone uh, made. Yeah, and a bunch of random characters that I'd never heard of. Yeah. I love all those characters. The polar bear. The yeah. dog. Mm -hmm. They're all they're all appear Sniper. in the comics after this game came out. I have no idea what they're from before yeah, Sonic the Sonic Fighters, Fighters, but I just know them all from the comics. So yeah, I really like that roster. SBO, it's the only game besides Knuckles Chaotix that he's playable in. He might be in Olympics, but not the same. So yep. I really like playing as SBO in Sonic the Fighters. Well, he's playable in Sonic Heroes. Yeah, that doesn't count. That game sucks. <laughs> Dang. Wow, I just I just hurt Zach. That shouldn't hurt him. He was destroyed by that That's game. That's my favorite Sonic game, and I love it even though, oh. even though that one specific part in that one specific level was less than desirable. You spent multiple hours on two separate levels. It was One so of bad. them wasn't even hard. You yeah. were just collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my Either problem. way, yeah. Sonic R, enjoyable game. Sonic the Fighters, mm -hmm. But Sonic cool, Heroes quality. Cool that they released those like gems collections. Oh yeah, I'm oh, really yeah. happy I own them. Uh, yeah, because there's like a bunch of stuff on. What there. was the other one on it? Or, Sonic oh, CD was, is the other yeah, main one. Had, what, and Sonic, Sonic CD is my second favorite Sonic 2D Sonic game. There was that Tails one, right? The Tails. Tails Fly. Sky Patrol. Sky Patrol. It's not good. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, there's a lot. There's like Sonic the Hedgehog 2, but it's like the Game Gear version. So there's yeah. a ton of weird stuff on there. That... But but it's good that they're compiling that all together, so you mm -hmm. don't have to like track down certain ones to yep. be able to 
play all the games. Yeah. So it's it's a real good collection of not great games. <laughs> Sonic CD yeah, and Sonic R are both really good. But yeah. Alright. Anything else from either of you guys that you've been playing? Um, I'm most of the way through Yakuza 3. Good job. Gotta finish that soon. <laughs> I don't know if I ever mentioned that beat 2 on the show, but I did. It took me a little bit less time than you. And, yeah, this um, seems to be the pattern. Yeah. Because I, uh, I do a little bit more of the side stuff. He does a little bit stuff. more of the side stuff than I do. Like, there's these hostess clubs that he's really into. It's fun. Sure. It's a good time. Right. Uh, if I didn't have so many games to play of the series, then uh, then I would be spending more time on each individual title. Yeah. But um, I... Uh, Beat Yakuza 3 a little while ago, hopped right on to Yakuza 4. God of War is sitting on my PS4, and I enjoy the game, but I'm over here like, yeah, I just want to play I enjoyed it so much games. that I beat it with less than a week. You did. It was um, a good time. I, I went with a friend to GameStop so he could pick it up on Tuesday, and I got a text today, and he was like, beat God of War! I'm like, Two days. I, I wonder. I wonder That's where insane. some people get the time to do it. Yeah. Like I'm like, did you just plan this out so you knew you had like a two day yeah. stretch where you're just doing nothing yeah. at all? Yeah. Because I have not been able to touch it. Is, but you still so need time. <laughs> I love it so much. Um. So I need to get back into God of War. Playing Yakuza Four. Just trying to get through that series, and that's about it on my end. So. Yeah. yeah, we just been playing a bunch of Monster Hunter too. I love Let's that do. game. Yeah. I love that game so much. Yep. I'm really happy we all picked it up. We should probably get into some news now. So we have two things. things. Yeah. Two things we're talking about today. First of all, Red Dead Redemption Two trailer came out. That game's coming out October twenty sixth this year. Yep. People are pretty much calling it the biggest game of twenty eighteen. So yep. you guys saw the trailer. What'd you think? You guys excited for this game? Uh yeah. It's um about the game is about the tail end of the cowboy era. I think it's set in eighteen ninety nine. And um it looks like there's a set of brothers robbing a train. I don't I didn't catch who the playable character was. There was a whole lot going on. But um it's centered around the idea that cowboys are going extinct and I don't and I think they're trying to fight against that idea and we obviously know that that's they don't really do so well <laughs> they kind of got but yeah through. when the industrial revolution comes and people uh, evolve and cowboys become a thing of the past yeah so this one takes place in 1899 and the original is in 1911 so cowboys are almost long yeah. gone mm -hmm. and the plot of the original is John Marston is kind of uh, blackmailed by the government into going out and hunting down his former gang members uh, to get his family released from captivity. So that's what the first one's about, and it's 12 years after this one. So I believe that this second one now is about kind of the heyday of that gang that is broken up by the time the first one starts. Yep. So it's called 2, but it is a prequel. Same with another game we're going to be talking <laughs> yeah. about today. Yeah, really soon. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really excited. I'll probably play this one. I haven't played Red Dead Redemption 1. I really want to play it again, because it's been a while. I got through uh, 13 hours, I think, of the original, yeah. and put it down for some reason. I can't even remember. It's been a while. You so Yakuza? <laughs> probably. Either that or it's some other game that yeah. I was playing, but uh, I do want to get back into it and, and finish that before Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out. I don't know when I'm going to have the time, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think it's just one of those games that I just put down for some reason and never went back to, but people mm -hmm. adore that game. Yeah, and it's a Rockstar game. And if you haven't heard by now, GTA V is the highest grossing piece of media of all time. Yep. That game is still on the top of sellers' charts years yep. after it mm -hmm. came out. Rockstar has enough money to do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, so I'm wondering this game what, will be good. I'm wondering what they're going to do with you know, like a GTA Online or a Red Dead Online because... Because yeah. people, the reason people love GTA Online is because of all the ridiculous things you can do with tech yeah. and weapons and stuff, but in yeah. the Wild West, I like, know. I don't know if they're going to, like, kind of break down the rules of that time period for the online and be like, yeah, like sports here's cars. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of yeah. horses. Because, uh, for sure, 2K is looking at Rockstar like, we are making bank off of GTA Online. It needs to be in Red Dead. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. confirmed to be a multiplayer. Yeah. In I mean, Dead, there was multiplayer in the original, but yeah. I'm just wondering to what extent they're going to take it. I think like they GTA could implement Online. the heist thing that they did with GTA they 5, could where you that. could just like rob banks with a gang of people. You like, think you they're going to implement it like they did in GTA 5 and be like, it's coming, your passes, and they're like... It'll be out soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It'll give me uh, time to beat the game. Yeah. 
but it does look really good. I'm, I want to go back and play the first game before this one comes out. Yeah, and I can't remember a time where games have like been this afraid of another game on the calendar. Oh, yeah. We've talked about it, but like Call of Duty has been a November staple for a decade and a half now. Yep. And it's coming out in October because it wants to come out before Red Dead. Because everyone's going to buy Red Dead because GTA Five is the biggest game that the medium's ever seen. Well, considering that... Uh, a lot of people put Red Dead Redemption in top 10 or top 5 on, like, greatest games of all time list, like, mm-hmm. consistently. People love that game. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited uh, to see how it does. I hope it lives up to expectations. Yeah. Lofty expectations like this are always really hard to meet. And it's been a long time since the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has been. So uh, I think that game is as good as people give it credit for, uh, just based on what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, but... You never know if people are like building this up too much in their heads. Yeah. It could still be a great game, but it just it might get uh, a little bit of flack for how much it's been hyped up and for how long it's been hyped up. This is also a game that's faced delays. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll know probably more at E3 also, but cool to see a trailer. Cool to see that that game's actually going to come out this year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they don't push it back again. Yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. Game we have no idea when it's coming out. <laughs> Beyond Good and Evil 2. Again, this is a prequel to Beyond Good and Evil, but it has a 2 in the title. And this is a weird, Uh weird entry in the series because Jade, the protagonist in Beyond Good and Evil, has been born, we found out uh, today, but she's not the main character. It looks like you create your own character, Mm -hmm. and it just looks like this galaxy playground where you fight people, fly ships, go to other planets with your friends. Monster Hunter-esque. No Man's Sky-esque. So, we'll we'll see if it lives up. Hopefully not. Yeah, lives up to the actual hype, because people were disappointed with No Man's Sky. But what did you guys think of the gameplay we watched? I think it looks fluid. It's very early on. They mentioned it's alpha footage, and they haven't even... Yeah. tried to come up with some sort of release date so it's very early on it looks good uh, from what i saw it's just weird that you take a cult classic game that released you know, a decade and a half ago almost two decades now and you change it this much yeah weird. some people are gonna be mad yeah i don't I, know i don't know if anyone will be mad because it's like I'm oh mad. we're getting something Depends on if it's yeah, good or that's good or if it retains any of the qualities that people liked from the first game. Yeah. Some people will just feel like maybe you should have just left it alone. Maybe it was just good enough as it was. Yeah, if it's, it's just so different, I'm wondering how much it's going to tie back to the to the first game. It's, it's almost yeah. like, because this is, it's almost like we have an idea for this open world, completely open concept space game. Oh, let's call it Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, that's so exactly it gets more hype. That's yeah. what I'm worried about because... Sometimes uh, It'll sell games will, will do that where they just like put a big name on the title despite the fact that it really isn't like that. And then they release it and people are like, what? Like, yeah. biggest one, Star Fox Adventures <laughs> is probably one of the biggest ones. That mm-hmm. wasn't even a Star Fox game, but they just turned it into one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that is the same situation here, but still it's a very big departure from the first one. Yeah, and I feel like this is going to be in developmental hell for a long time because it is an ambitious project and i think from the backlash you've seen from no man's sky you have to deliver on everything you're saying or if it's not exactly what people think it's going to be people are going to be ticked off and so i could see this one being in the shop for a really long time yeah they need to make sure if what they want to implement they need to make sure that they can put it in there if they want to talk about it yeah they need they need to deliver yeah Mm -hmm. i have no idea when that game's coming out i don't think anyone does but I'm At thinking, least we got gameplay footage because we didn't really have anything before. I'm thinking this. winter 2019. Or like January 2019. January? January 2019. No okay. Yep. So like. Full release. Less than a year. Less no. than a year. No, my friend. That's, <laughs> I'm no, thinking like. What? 2020 at the earliest. I was going to say, yeah. 2021. March 2021 is going to be my pay. I'm going to say February 2023. Oh my gosh. So you go from. Yeah, it's coming out next year. Four years. <laughs> I still need to. I still need to play the original. I started and just. Yeah, I haven't started yet. So hopefully, I'll have time to do that. Brushed under the rug with. Look, I mean, you've got a bunch of other uh, games coming out and franchise like Red Dead. You got some time. Yeah. To play Beyond Good and Evil before that I'm not sequel comes really out. Really too hyped about anything coming out until late August, early September. Yeah. So I should have. I mean, that's time. when it really kicks into high gear yeah. again. <laughs> See, I'm I'm not the same way. I got Detroit Become Humans coming oh, out yeah, this month, which I will be playing on release date. Uh, and then Octopath Traveler. I, I'm oh, yeah. so excited. I got the special edition that comes out in July. 
And then, of course, September is packed. Yeah. Uh, so it's like I'm throwing a bunch at the wall and just seeing what sticks, and that's what I play because there's so much to get through right now. Yeah, there is a lot. Detroit does look good, though. Yeah. I, I yeah. One of the reasons I wanted a PS4, so I'm happy that's coming out. Yeah. All right, those were our bits of news. Exciting to see both of those games finally getting some more trailers. Red Dead coming out soon. Young and Evil. Not coming out soon. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Yeah. Hopefully Ubisoft isn't like, put some towers in there and make it real open world Ubisoft style. <laughs> I hope they don't do that. But now, as we roll into our Ode 2 segment, it is Ode 2 A Way Out. Mm. And if you have not, if you have so not completed this game yet... Uh, turn it off. Uh, turn off the podcast now. Go finish it and then come back. There's a lot of spoilers. This is a we will be talking game. about the ending, and you can't be spoiled on the ending. You really can't. You gotta play it. I don't know if there's ever really been an ending. You can't be spoiled on more than a way out because it's kind of the game's point. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so final spoiler veil right now. Three, yep. two, hop, one. Hop, hop on it if you have not played yeah, it yet because it. it's very fun. Okay, spoiler territory <laughs> just washed over us. So one of the characters dies. <laughs> yeah. At the end and of the game. there's two different endings. So yes. it depends on which character dies. Yeah, yeah, so Kevin, when Zach and I had finished this, we were like, wow, I, I was going to play it with you after I played yeah. it with Zach. And I'm like, I can't. I can't play with you, Kevin. And I couldn't explain why. And I felt bad because it's like, I said we we're going to play this game together. It was going to be great. I'm like, you got to go find someone else. Yep. But now I think you understand why that yeah. is. Yeah, I didn't want to be spoiled on it, so I didn't ask anymore, but... I was like, why not? Like, is it that big? And upon playing it, I was like, you cannot go back through that game again with someone who hasn't played it yet. You can go back and play it with someone who already has if you want to do that. But it would be a completely different experience and not as genuine Mm -hmm. if you played it with someone who hadn't yet. Because you know what what happens and you don't... You can't really build that that huge bond that you do f- for like two first time players. Mm-hmm. Because that's the whole point of this game. The stakes get higher with each thing you do. You break out of prison. You escape from the cops in this car chase. You meet each other's families, and you lift my son up and let him dunk a ball. No, you stand in front of him and steal the ball over and over. <laughs> There's that's a lot of options in this game. <laughs> yeah, but and then Zach, what we were saying is that we think the like emotional high of the game is that motorcycle chase oh yeah that was that was amazing mm-hmm. it's right after you uh kill harvey the main villain of the yep. game mm-hmm. and in classic uncharted style you just peace out on a motorcycle and one of you's on the back shooting eventually i mean you're riding right. on no, two wait. bikes yeah to there's start. two bikes to start and like at one point i don't know how they timed it so well but we kind of just like intersected in the air yeah like that was so cool mm-hmm and that's like, that moment's like, man, this is awesome with my new friend broke out of prison. And then it's like, you get in the plane. I expect it to wrap I mean, I mean up. you go back and save him too. Yeah. Like, yeah. He wrecks, uh, Leo does, and you, and you have to go back and save him and mm-hmm. bring him back to the to the plane. Yeah, you get in the plane. It's like, all right, this is going to wrap up now. I'm sitting there thinking, so if they're both runaways, how are they going to live on? You land. Vincent says, I'm sorry, Leo. I'm like, What? So, oh my God, Zach, what were your initial thoughts as Leo? You guys were both, or you were the only Leo player of the three of us. Yeah, Kevin and I were both yeah. Vincent. As Leo, I felt devastated. <laughs> I can't believe you betrayed me. I was so attached to this friendship. It, 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 it like made our friendship more special, and then it just crumbled away. And I was like, man, if I start hating Logan because of this, he's probably gonna be a bit upset. So I. I tried to push those feelings away. God, I mean, I was so mad. My friend was Leo, and when that happened, she's like, why did you do that? I can't believe it. I'm like, ah, ah. See, I'm sorry. as a Vincent player, it's a weird feeling, because I felt bad, but it wasn't me, but it was me. Something yeah. Zach just said is, I can't believe that you betrayed me. Not that Vincent betrayed no, Leo, yeah, it but was that you. you betrayed me. And that's what's so cool about this game, is that you're working together, but really you do have a more special connection with the character you are playing oh, absolutely. the whole time. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. love Leo. What a guy. <laughs> uh, and in both of our playthroughs, Kevin and his friends and mine and Logan's, uh, Vincent was the one who killed Leo. So um, at the end of the game right after Vincent reveals that he's a cop, you, like, fight to the death. And it's the most emotionally impactful, cool, and 
the cool thing is that either person can win. So it's really just whoever, because there's stages. Like, this game has a lot of different gameplay styles throughout the entire game. And at the end, there's different stages. Like, you start with guns, and then it's, like, stealthing. And you snuck up on me, and my health was just low enough. And then we started punching each other, and then we crawled to a gun. And then you got the gun, and then you shot me, and I started crying. And then, <laughs> and then the game was over, and we saw the sad ending of Vincent going to tell leo's family that he shot leo and then she got mad and oh my god and then after kevin went back to do the second ending i saw the ending where uh leo killed vincent and that it seemed like it wasn't as much of an ending the the vincent killing leo ending seemed like much more of a real ending although i just because you saw it first and it's like what you accepted no i just feel like i it it's More of, it's a better story if Vincent kills Leo. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I feel better when Leo lives though because you feel better. Yeah, but I don't yeah, think it's because you right killed him. him. No, because Leo has a wife and kid who love him, and I feel like Vince Vincent has a wife who has doesn't a wife really who, like who him and a baby like who him. doesn't know him. Yeah, like there's there's it, it's way more heart wrenching to go tell Leo's wife that he's Absolutely, dead. Absolutely, yeah, and then. <laughs> In uh, Leo's ending, he just leaves uh, the letter that Vincent wrote to his wife yeah. with her. Mm. And then like, she's just crying at his funeral. Yeah, but I'm like, like do you even... really care that much? She does care. The reason that there was turmoil in their relationship because was because he was, he was this undercover cop. But the she's... letter, he says that he's quitting the force. Yes. and so, so that's probably... And so that kind emotional. of fixes their marriage because she's having this kid and she doesn't want Vincent going off. And, like, putting his life on the line just for his job every day when they have this kid at home. So when he, Leo's like, just write her a letter, man. And then Vincent does, and it's his letter of resignation from the force. Uh, that kind of is, like, a moment of advancement for the relationship, I guess. Yeah. And I do feel like that is the way it's supposed to end. Because it feels weird if it's like, man, I betrayed you. All right, you're dead. Ending. <laughs> it's it's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. I like yeah. that they give you multiple options. I do though. too. Yeah, it's very. And you're cool. not just screwed at the end. Yeah, like that would be just really lame. Automatically die. Yeah. Although it is interesting that you guys had very similar health bars at the end when you're going for the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just miles ahead of uh, of yeah. Leo on my playthrough. Like, my friend had very little health left, and and I had like half. Yeah. And so I just blasted towards mm-hmm. the gun, got yeah. it, and and shot Leo. <laughs> like when we went back to just do the second ending. I was sitting there while she was mashing <laughs> yeah. the button to move forward, took just forever. slowly crawling yeah. towards the gun. I'm like, mm-hmm. you, you're like a foot away. I could probably still win if I started now. <laughs> like, yeah. That is a pretty cool mechanic. Though. Yeah, that uh, that it can be different depending on how you do those firefights. Yeah, and Zach and I were so close in health. We were oh, yeah. so I was close. missing like a little chunk of health more than he was, and then when we started mashing... We were both right at the finish line, and I thought I got it, which was the saddest part, because I was like, oh, I did it. And then Vincent grabbed the gun and pointed at Leo. I was like, what did I do wrong? I thought (laughs) I had it. But we were both at such low health, because you wasted me in the first firefight, and I wasted you in the second. Yeah, exactly. And so we were both so low that we were mashing for a minute of just... Going. We were just going. Yeah. Oh, man. That made it that much more emotional. Yeah. And then when... um, when he, uh, Vincent was pointing the gun at Leo, that's the last time you'll ever get to control Leo. So I just put down my controller, lifted my arms, and accepted <laughs> my fate. Yeah. Well, you can't really go back from that. You can't. I mean, you can't <laughs> it's not a, shoot him. Yeah, you can't so. not shoot him. You have to shoot the other person. I held it for a while. I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah, that's like, what I did too. You're going like, to have to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, then, Kevin, what was it like sitting, not sitting right next to the person that you played with? I think it worked uh, pretty well. I feel... It, yeah. It's better if you play it in the same room, obviously, but... I felt like the game worked pretty darn well. Mm-hmm. Just having the other person on voice chat yep. and and playing through with them. It yep. was still a super fun experience. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love that game. It's my favorite game this year. Mm. Did it live up to the expectations that we set? Yeah, we set pretty high game. expectations. The ending certainly did. Uh, because I thought I thought the firefight was cool uh, with with Harvey. But at the end of that... I was kind of like, is that it? Like, I felt like there should be more. And there was. Yeah. <laughs> but that, the whole culmination leading up to that, I'm like, oh, we just we killed him. All right. Just wasted him right there. Yeah. And One of my favorite parts of the game was, there. like, killing all the people leading into Harvey. Like, that was so cool. Yeah. It felt like it Uncharted. Yeah. Co-op Uncharted. Yeah. Now, imagine if Naughty Dog made a co-op Uncharted. That'd be incredible. Yeah, I'd lose my mind. Because <laughs> yeah. that, game, that game was awesome. I love that. 
I love how much it switches up gameplay styles. That's something we talked about a few weeks ago with our spoiler-free impressions, but just all the different things that you do. It's like lifting weights, throwing darts, balancing on wheelchairs, uh, just everything. I love the hospital scene where it goes full screen and it's like Vincent's climbing outside on some windows and then Leo's like a yeah. 2D like street fighter scene. It was like, so great. It's ah, That game just constantly is changing it up. And it never, like, it's such a short experience that it never, like, feels like it's overstaying its welcome at all. Yep. And I love that experience. Did you guys play the arcade cabinet in the hangar? Yes, we that did. That thing was hard. The volleyball-like game? Yeah. Oh. Yes. That thing was not like easy. Pong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zach, volleyball pong? I was up on Zach by two points, and he came back. It was in, Yeah, it was cr- I felt so good because I lost at the Connect Four. Oh, yeah. And that was devastating because I thought I was going to win. I was, like, too focused on my next move to see that I was about to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't do that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So many different uh, little side things and also the regular gameplay where if you're doing a firefight or you're driving a car or the boat the boat was the coolest thing for me of of uh of the multiplayer mechanics of just like oh we gotta turn gotta gotta avoid the rocks go back oh, the other way yeah, yeah, yeah like that was super cool when he said boat were you thinking of when you were driving away in the boat trying and to shoot me from the helicopter yeah. yeah i was like that was cool but he was the one shooting so he didn't get to do the swervies no. yeah so i could avoid um, lots of bullets which i eventually i don't think i wonder if, now leo probably can't just get away if you don't shoot him enough I want to figure out, like, go back and see, like, if I just shoot you the whole time during the firefight. If you just if die. you can die before that. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're just stuck at, like, nothing. But, yeah. Like, you're still at, like, an inch of hell or something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Man. Yeah. But that game was so good. If you haven't played it yet, you shouldn't be here. Uh, and we just ruined the ending for yeah. you. But yeah, seriously. <laughs> still, we it's, you, though. it's so good. Yep. And for $30, what a deal for an experience that unique and that compelling. I love that game. I love it so much. Only one person has to buy it, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. That makes yeah. it way easier to play with a friend. Yep. Because it, it can always be a tough sell. I mean, we bought all about Monster Hunter, but that could be a tough sell for some people. Like, yeah, you got to buy a copy of the game if you want to play it with me or something. But here to be like, I own the game, so you can play as yeah. long as you got time. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, not even cool. like, it's not even like, all right, I have one code so you can play it with me. It's like, I can play this with as many different yeah. PS4s as I yep. want. They just have to download the them. game. Yep. I mean... Uh, know that ahead of time so you can download that before you want to start playing. We had that issue where uh, my friend hopped on and then she's like, oh, well, you know, I got to wait an hour until it downloads. Mm-hmm. But uh, beyond that, it's it's super seamless to play both uh, couch co-op or even online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One more just story. a completely different yeah. experience, too. Oh, yeah. Like, well, there's there's no other game like it no. that's that multiplayer driven. Yeah, and that, oh, it's so good. And one more story you know, I wanted to bring up about Vincent particularly is... There's these choices throughout the game, Leo's way or Vincent's way, and Vincent's way is usually lying. And I even said to Zach at one point, I'm like, wow, Vincent is a really good liar. <laughs> yeah, and we then had at no the idea. end, you're like, Vincent's a really, really uh, good liar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that was just something else I liked is that we were just like having fun, being our like shooting buddies, going through, and it's like, oh, man, this is so good. Riding bikes, it's like, time to kill each other. Yeah, like, crazy. Never expected that. Just ever. Complete 180. Yeah. Yeah. It was an experience, mm-hmm. it really was, and 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 you you mentioned that it's it's not too long. You could do it in like three sessions of a couple hours, mm-hmm. or or two for like three hours. Yeah, and, so and exactly. It's, it's a very exercise. confined experience, yeah. which I think helps. Yeah, oh, I love that game so much. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have anything else to add. It's just one of my favorite gaming experiences that I've ever had. Uh, probably a top ten game of all time for me, and definitely my. My front runner so far in 2018. Yeah, I love the way out. I'm glad we got to play it together. Yeah, me too. I really like my character. I'm glad that Kevin finally got around to finishing it with a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were able to find the time to finish that off before I have to give you back your copy. Yep. <laughs> but it, it was a really good time, and I, and I think my friend had a bunch of fun with it too. Cool. Because she was so attached to her character at the end. Why? Like, Leo is so I cool. Have to do this. That yeah. is devastating. It is super yeah. funny that you blame the other person. It's like, I had. Yeah, I got no really input. mad. No, I, I didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's how attached you get. Yeah. To yeah. those characters. Really good game. Uh, if you're if you're still here and you hadn't played it, sorry for that. You should have backed out. But still, go play it. It's a good time. Uh, to bond with another person for sure is yeah. a really good time. Before we end things off here, just uh, running through some games that are coming out in the next week. Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire for Ooh, PC. Yeah, that, I want to play that. Yeah? That looks so exciting. Well, what is it? I 
Um, I haven't heard very much about it. It's just an RPG. The uh, people from Critical Role, which is a popular D&D podcast on the internet, um, have character cameos in it, and I like that podcast. So that's why I'm excited to play it. The first one I never played, and I want to play that one too. It looks interesting. It's like a 2D uh, RPG. Okay. Yeah, so I'm excited for that one. All right. So that's coming out May 8th. Also out on May 8th is Steins Gate Zero, Raging Justice, uh, Shantae Half-Genie Hero Ultimate Edition, and then on May 10th, Super Chariot, Immortal Redneck, Garage. Uh, those are all Switch titles, including Shantae. Uh, Three-Fourths Home Extended Edition, Suicide Guy, and Hyper Sentinel. All of those are Nintendo Switch games coming out on May 10th, and Hyper Sentinel on May 11th. So a couple of... Uh, Bigger games coming out, and then next week, uh, the biggest game is probably State of Decay 2 for those on Xbox One or PC. Cool. Yeah. That will do it for us. Any last thoughts from either of you guys before we end it? Yeah, we just live in a great time for video games. We do. We do. Like, yeah, it's so better time. outstanding right now. Like oh Unless it's Secret of Mana. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> Unless it's Square Enix. Yeah. Like, yep. Beyond those. <laughs> yeah, if you have a PC, a PS4, and a Switch, you can play any game. All these retro games that are great still go back to, but just all the diverse experiences still available, like A Way Out or Monster Hunter or all these single-player God of War games like that. It's awesome, and this year is going to get even better. So I'm really excited for everything coming out. Yeah, I can't remember too many times where there was this many high-quality games coming out you know, just over and over forever. Usually it's like, oh yeah, I got like two big games I want this year. But there's just so much coming out. Now I've got 12 games I want this year. (laughs) And then the backlog just grows even bigger. It'll come out in September. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Smash Bros. is coming out this year. What is that? That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. That'll be exciting to talk about that when when we hear more, most likely at E3. Yeah. Yeah. E3 is going to have a lot of I'm going to go hands on with it at E3. So I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah. So that will do it for us this week. You can find us on Twitter at Ode to Games. You can send us an email at odegamescast at gmail.com. We air every single Friday on iTunes or whatever other streaming app that you use. For Logan and Zach, I'm Kevin. Oh, actually, we oh, didn't, oh, we didn't mention that we're changing things up. Because, oh, yes. Yeah. I almost forgot about that. We are going to be changing things up just a little bit after this week because we will not be recording in the same room anymore after this week. Sad. We're yeah. going our separate ways until we die. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's, yeah, true. that's not true. I don't think so. Um, but at least for the uh, foreseeable future, uh, the it'll be just a little bit different. And Zach may be off and on uh, during the summer. Yep. Um, but it should be very similar to what we're doing right now. Slightly different. Yes. We'll always do our best to try and get you the latest in gaming news. <laughs> Still a show every week. Kevin and I will be on every week. Uh, Zach, like we said, on and off. But then come. August, Zach will be back on full-time as well. Yep. Yep. And that will do it for us. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week.